Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to another sparkling edition of the Thought Police, a really, really good podcast, which is now picking up quite a bit of traction. Uh, and I'm happy to say, Kevin, that our contract has been renewed. Yeah, oh, excellent. Audio boom for another 12 months because they're very happy with what we're doing. So uh, onwards and upwards is what I say. Um, and in fact, that dinner that we had the other night, yeah. uh, which will be just the first of many. Yes, uh, indeed. We're going to make from the future proceeds of the Thought Police. So, um, so there's lots of fun to be had. However, of course, Boris Johnson this week has already set the cat amongst the pigeons by more or less saying, yeah, but if you keep going out for dinner, we'll have to lock it all down again because it'll be your fault because the vaccinations apparently aren't any good. Yeah, that statement... What the fuck? Well, we're, we're on... The, it's now Wednesday, and it was yesterday that he suddenly came out with this statement yeah. uh, saying, uh, well, you think that... You may well think that the reason the situation is so good, very few deaths, cases plummeting, hospitals a million miles from being overrun, we're in the home stretch. You may well think this is down to the vaccine. You might think But that. it's got nothing to do with no. the vaccine. It's the lockdowns. So what do you uh, make of that? What I make of it is, A, I'm very confused. Mm. I thought the vaccines were supposed to be effective yes. and were the reason that we were and on the path. Well, that would be partly because because Matt Hancock said yeah. the vaccines are the it's way out of this. our pathway to freedom. Yeah. Uh, and B, it makes me suspect that Boris Johnson is paving the way to slam us into more lockdowns mm. at the first sign of deaths going up yeah. again. Because and he if reckons, he does, he can fuck well, right off. Well, I've already off. seen a few people saying, uh, you know, if he does that, he can shove everything, not he just the fuck fucking COVID right vaccine, off. right up his ass. You see, Quite the, frankly, people are sick to death. But here's what's happened. I, mean, mm. I can tell you exactly what's happened. Mm-hmm. That picture came out from Soho where everybody's sitting, looking like they're having a great time. Yeah. Although I did say to somebody this morning, I said, imagine if you were there with somebody you weren't supposed to be there with, and you're in the fucking uh, in the papers all over the place. Who's that woman you're with? Yeah, yeah. Or in can, some cases, who's that bloke you're with? Yeah, can I just say a bit of journalistic talk? Uh, the Evening Standard, London's alleged paper, uh, fucking <laughs> pile of rubbish. shit. I mean, <laughs> it takes a real feat. feat uh, it's a brilliant feat to uh, take over from the useless junior editor, amateur editor, George Osborne. Yeah, has he left now? Oh, yeah, he's gone. And actually make it fucking worse. <laughs> it's some sort of relation. Uh, Emily Shefford, I think her name is. Oh, yeah. She's related to... Uh, she's cousin... Uh, what's her name? Um, uh, Cameron's wife, Fiona's oh, cousin Samantha. or si- sister or something. Oh, so she was probably... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, all, it's all connections, you know. Anyway, she couldn't edit shit, couldn't edit a bus ticket. Anyway, the picture on the front page of people yesterday yeah. of people in revelry right. in Soho. Mm. It's like when you're selecting a picture, you know, 
crowd of people, beer yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You know, just a word, Emily, when you're selecting the picture, get one uh, that hasn't got a girl right in the front looking at the ph- photographer, giving him a fucking great V's up. Oh, God. <laughs> so like that? Yeah, just a V's up on the... So right. the evening standard splashed on, fuck you. Right. Brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah, look... Well, maybe they're that, meant to do that because it's edgy. But that's... No, you know? no, no, they, they did it because they're Don't shit. Don't tell you the story of the, um, shit. the Spanish train crash or the, yeah. the, 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 the terrorist attack, I should yeah. say, on the Spanish train. Yeah. Do you remember in Madrid? Yes, we of were, course. Yeah, we were terrible, both working yeah. on the mirror right, yeah, at the time. Terrible, yeah. And I think, I can't remember what happened, but we had to do a slightly different front page in Scotland, right? Um, and in England, they'd done, a, you know, the, the picture of the train wreck. Um, and, and we'd done something similar, but we'd picked a different picture for some mm. reason. Anyway, the next day, I was getting all these plaudits from people going, so be brave, front page, very brave. And I'm going... What's going on? Why are they why are they all saying it's fucking brave? You know, turns out that in the London edition, um, the pictures of the people's severed arms were taken out of the picture. But you didn't take but them. But I, I hadn't seen them. Uh, I didn't see them. And okay. the guy the guy on the art desk hadn't told me, so they were all over the fucking front page. I mean, it wasn't very pleasant. But actually. I mean, I wouldn't agree with doctoring pictures, and if you're going to use that picture, you've got to use it. But um, you know, yeah, you either use it, you or either you don't. use it, or you don't. Yeah, no, you know. don't doctor it. No, I, I agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, but those scenes going back to Soho yeah. and all over the country, as mm. I said to you the other day, Mike, and you uh, agreed. Uh, that was a poll of the British people. Yes. Don't listen to this shit that the government's been commissioning for the last fucking. Oh, what the year. YouGov poll? The, all the YouGov polls that say everybody wants to stay in lockdown. You know, yeah, here's some here's some polling by friends of Boris Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. In order to prevent millions of deaths, would you support a further lockdown? And do you think the government's doing a brilliant job? Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. Bollocks. Absolute fucking yeah, bollocks. rubbish. What we saw on Monday when the pub gardens reopened and the shops reopened and the restaurants reopened outside, uh, what we saw was a real poll yeah. of the British people. What they really feel, they are fucking sick of this. Of course shit. they are. And they also, back I've normal. never seen so many happy people of you. Yeah, yeah. The people that were in the horseshoe with us. Us, uh, some of whom had come to see us, some of whom were just there because they wanted to have a lunch and a, and a bit of a drink and have a good time. And they were so happy. Yeah. And the people working there were so happy. And the same in the evening we went to dinner. Um, you know, everyone who was there was there for a reason. They wanted to spend money. They wanted to get the businesses mm-hmm. back on their feet. They wanted, I mean, I still haven't seen a figure. Because you'd think if this government wanted to fucking raise people's spirits up, they would release the figure yeah. and say, do you know how much money was spent yeah. on yeah. Monday? Because it's probably like tens of millions of pounds, right? Absolutely. But here's what's happened. The wankers at Sage, you know, witty and crowd, have had a look at that picture in Soho and gone, oh, my God, look what they're doing. They're sitting at tables. They're too close to each other. They're not wearing masks. Oh, my God. So they've now started this fucking narrative that it's going to be all our fault because we've all given each other COVID. Well, bollocks to that. Absolute and utter fucking bollocks. Yeah, I don't fucking care about fucking COVID anymore, but everybody's taking the vaccine. Uh, It's by uh, a long chore almost now not a fatal condition we can't run away from a disease that doesn't kill people it's I know. fucking ridiculous well, how about this when i was walking my son back to london bridge station on monday uh, shortly before returning to the pub for more of a drink because <laughs> um, he right. had to go home uh, he was getting a haircut the next day right um there's a fucking vaccine. Uh, sorry, there's a testing centre they've set up just by London Bridge, the exit, right? But yeah. it's a, it's a port- oh, yeah, people, portable testing section for people who haven't got for people COVID. who haven't got anything. Yeah. And you're going, sorry, is there something I'm missing here? Yeah. Why the fuck are you testing asymptomatic people yeah. to find out whether they've got something yeah, that you, got, they haven't got? I've got a message for uh, the snaking queue of people. Oh yeah, across Clapham Common. Mm. 
a similar setup. Oh, Come yeah. and get yourself tested. Yeah, for a, tent of testing. It was a snaking queue, all socially distanced, as far as the eye could see. So my message to everyone standing in, the, in this queue is, you're fucking mad. Yeah. You're fucking mad. Why Stop listening tested? to this shit. Yeah. You know, and of course, what's going to happen is, and you, it does make you suspicious. I don't want to go down the conspiracy theory route, but you do wonder what the fuck the government's are yeah, up to. Yeah, but here's what I'm going to say to Because if you test people, you're going to get more no, positives. Oh, we haven't got rid that. of it. It's, you know, it's a bit like the, the people that complain about the anti-vaxxers, right? Now, just because you question the vaccine, just because, for example, I heard a conversation on a radio station this morning about fertility and young women, uh. because young women are apparently being quite hesitant in many cases to get the AstraZeneca uh, jab because it might affect their fertility. Now, the doctors are all saying, listen, mm. that's not an issue. Don't listen to anybody on the internet. But if you're a young woman and you are basically at a very low risk of getting mm-hmm. COVID, and if you do get it at a very low risk of actually fucking um, getting very sick and certainly not dying, why would you, if there was even a scintilla of a chance that you might have your fertility Mm. affected, why would you bother taking it? Because quite frankly... Once you have something which affects your fertility, that's the end of that. You yeah. can't go back. I know. And I'm not saying that it does affect your fertility. But what I'm saying is it's okay for people to have hesitancy about it. But this radio show I was listening to, they were going, well, I mean, how are you, how are you going to convince these young women that they must take it? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, sorry, you can't convince people that they must take a vaccine. If they don't want it, that doesn't make well, them that, an anti-vaxxer. That is the point, isn't it, that uh, we, people have forgotten mm. in the mists of time that it is everyone's sacred right not to have the yeah. vaccine if they don't want exactly. to. Exactly. I take no line whatsoever I don't. people who don't want If people want don't want to do it, that's up exactly to them. Exactly right. Entirely it's up totally to them. Totally their decision. And the same goes now for this argument about the lockdown. You know, Just because you're questioning whether or not they're doing the right thing yeah. does not mean you're some mad conspiracy yeah. theorist, does it? Yeah. If you, were, uh, if you want to keep yourself in lockdown, so a lot of people are deciding to keep yeah. themselves well, a lot in of them lockdown. Like it. I'll tell you what you can do. You can get into your... F- fucking cardboard box and fuck right off well, you didn't the Sunday idiots. Times uh, have absolute a, have a, idiot didn't the Sunday Times have a poll of people it's not that yeah, surprising fucking idiots Sunday Times readers will be overall probably quite affluent quite comfortable live in nice houses have plenty of money and have a nice garden so living and working from home for them is great mm. but that's not for everybody you know I was saying this all week this week people have not been in fucking lockdown that's the other thing that Boris has got wrong loads of people that I know have told me that they've been round to people's houses for dinner, that they've been out and about. Um, they've not been adhering to lockdown. Many people, as you know, will mm. be working in fucking shops, uh, in, in supermarkets, yeah. driving taxis, driving buses. There's loads of people who I've, have not been in lockdown. Well, I think a lot of people for quite a long time now have taken the attitude, you know, Boris and his bunch of coronaphobic cabinet, cabinet wankers telling us you can't see your mum, yeah. you can't see your sister or your brother or your boyfriend mm. or your girlfriend. Uh, they take the, I think they've been taking the rather reasonable line. I don't think my mum would lie to me about no. whether or not she's got COVID. I don't think my relatives, my loved ones or my good friends uh, would want to give me a disease. Mm. So they trust each other yeah. and that's what's been going on. I'm not necessarily, uh, actually I'm, I'm not going to say it, I was about to say I don't, don't necessarily condone that i don't really have any attitude to no. it i think it's a perfectly reasonable way to go about it listen i have never been critical of anyone who's broken the rules no not no, least exactly. because um you know we obviously as radio presenters when we're on the radio we can't encourage people to do that mm. but equally i'm not going to give them a hard time for it because yeah. some of the rules are ridiculous i mean look at the queen the fucking queen of yeah. this country has to sit on her own wearing a fucking mask at the funeral of her husband for 73 years now 
uh, apparently the justification for that is, well, that's what everybody else has had to do. Mm. Well, that doesn't make it right, does it? Yeah, it's by, the, by the nightmare. way, all the male members of the family, including that twat Prince Andrew, uh, they all... <laughs> I wasn't uh, they, sure which they, one you were going to say they, they all They all want to uh, wear their military uniforms. That's the thing about being in the royal family. They yeah. know it's such a tough job. No, it's not. It's just dressing up. Yeah, right. It's all they ever fucking well, do. Well, Hazard apparently is not going to wear Well, he's, he can't. Because he he's ca- been he stripped. Ca- yeah, because he can't. So the rest of them are all wear their royal... You know, but isn't that a bit weird, though? But, they, you know... But they're, they're looking like sort of massive military heroes yeah, yeah. with fucking masks across their face. I they're going to look pathetic. It really will look pathetic. And, I mean, surely to God, what we should be seeing is Boris Johnson saying to the royal family, you should fucking do what you like, guys. I mean, like, apart from anything else, they're all in the same bubble, aren't they? Yeah, well... Uh, I mean, Harry's going to have been quarantining for two weeks, so yeah. he should be fine, Yeah. Right? All the others presumably have had a vaccine, so they should be fine. I'm what just, the hell are we doing? I'm just sick of it. What I the mean, hell are we doing? Shouldn't really do this. Slight spoiler alert. alert. Uh, fairly soon we'll be recording uh, Plank of the Week. I'm going to nominate the mayor of Windsor, who's issued one of these fucking infuriating warnings. Don't come to the funeral. Don't line the streets. You will be arrested. I am so fucking sick of those arrested. warnings. Shut up. Yeah, right. or be arrested. You know, I am sick of it. I'm sick of it. And we fucking know what we're supposed to do anyway. Right. You don't need these two-bit twats telling us what we what we have to wear on our face and how far away from each other Move along, whether please. or not you can see your mum six people in the garden shove it up your ass I know I mean somebody said to me today with Jenny Bond I think she said I don't even I said surely they can all have a meeting in the garden afterwards right she didn't know no I don't know nobody fucking knows anymore I think, I think I've got a handle on that I think it's it's six people right. but you can have more than six people as long as they're just from two families well they're all from the same family yeah, well, yeah. Or does it mean households? It's the fucking well, royal well, you family. Know, you know, royal families, they go on forever, <laughs> don't they? They're always sort of fucking I mean, each other, aren't it they? It just is ridiculous, though. It's totally and utterly fucking bonkers mad. And this kind of proves it. Yeah. The two things this week that are going to prove the madness is the the, 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 the testing of asymptomatic people. Because yeah. my theory about that, right, is that they're asymptomatic for one reason alone. They haven't got they it. They haven't fucking got it, <laughs> right? And the reason they're testing positive is because occasionally you'll test positive. A guy sent me a tweet today. I didn't read it out in the end, but I didn't get to getting around to it. Apparently he tested his uh, beer, tested his wine, and he tested a whiskey. All three came back positive for COVID. <laughs> and that was just in a fucking glass. Yeah, I tell you. I, I mean, mean this, what a load of old bollocks. The asymptomatic thing uh, is one of the government's weapons in yes. trying to get us to keep being coronaphobic. Yeah. Although you don't think you have it, you might have you it. You might have it. And you might pass it on and to And also, you else. might be passing yeah. it on to somebody else yeah. without and, knowing. And then telling you and me, if you're going out, if you're secretly seeing your mother or a friend, uh, and, and they tell you that they're well, they might not be. Yeah. These bollocks. No, I mean, just bollocks. ridiculous. Absolutely yeah. queuing, ridiculous. Queuing for three now, hours to yeah. get tested. So, so that's the first thing that, that tells you the world's gone mad. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Second thing yeah. is this fucking royal uh, funeral where everybody's going to be wearing a mask. Uh. Third thing um, is Keir Starmer, Sir Keir, uh, who gets up in the House of Commons today, and I knew he would do it. 
Um, not self-isolating. Not self-isolating for a change. But of course you knew he was going to go on this David Cameron story, which we'll yeah, talk about in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But he actually said, this is where you know that they're so fucking out of touch with the reality, right? Because some geek in his office would have told him to say this because it's popular culture. Um, he said, you know, the Tory party's so so corrupt now that we need old DC Hastings or whatever his fucking title yeah, is yeah, yeah. Uh, to investigate, you know. So, like, he gets in his trendy little line of duty yeah, gag, yeah. which, of course, completely backfired on him because, one, hardly anybody's fucking watching it. Yeah. And, two, <laughs> Boris just went on the fucking attack and went, yeah, we're, we're kicking bent coppers out of the force. We've hired loads more policemen. And, and Starmer, once again, just stood there looking like a complete twat. Yeah. I mean, it's a pathetic attempt at populism. Oh, look, Line of Duty yeah. is a popular Everyone will program. like me because I'll I go, watch Line of Duty. I'll get on that horse. That'll right. really strike a chord. You know, that story, uh, you know, The Guardian going ape shit about it, uh, Labour going oh, Cameron, haywire yeah. about it. Uh, you know, I mean, that's obviously something not quite right has happened, but nobody gives a fuck. He's fucking Cameron is yesterday's man. Yeah. And by the way, the whole story is really difficult to understand. Yes. And you and I know Do that. You know if you can't understand it, yeah. it's not a good no. story. If you have to explain it to people with a little, you know, explainer on the side, you know, that goes, "This is what happened yeah, when." BBC also, reporters always you know, go, "It's a bit complicated," right. but that and the two key, shit. the two key facts of the story are these for me. Um, nothing actually happened, right? Right. And <laughs> yeah, the he fucking, didn't get any money. And the money. fucking company went bust. Yeah, yeah. So, and what, you know? So that twat Cameron didn't get a fucking So he's so penny. fucking useless at lobbying. Useless right? idiot. Useless twat, right? Yeah. Gets involved, sends a couple of text messages, tells this bloke he's probably got influence way beyond what influence he actually has got, and then the bloke ends up fucking going under. Yeah. See, well done, Dave. See, parents, Top parents. Top mes- lobbying. Memo to parents, uh, if you've got a few quid. Never send your kids to Eton. No. Because they'll end up being shitty Prime Ministers, yes, and then they'll become like Cameron is now a national joke, right? Also, so, the idea, and I was, I was quite glad to see that old um, Boris brought up Lord Mandelson, you know, um, because he was going, Well, what about his company? You know, who's he lobbying for, and all this because they're all at it. Yeah. But, but how do you think Tony Blair fucking flies around the world on private jets because he's in the fucking pay of quite a lot of very big corporations, and why not because of his fucking prowess, but because he knows people, uh, and you know, that's how it works. I, I agree. Uh, with the Cameron story, you know, there's something that's not quite right about it. But I have no problem with a former prime minister mm. using contacts to help uh, people that he wants to help. I mean, what is the point of becoming a prime minister if you cannot be a person yeah, of I mean, influence? The trouble with a lot of these guys, and Cameron is probably not quite in this category because he's got quite a lot of money already. But they mix with very wealthy people. Yeah, of course. And they, they do. can't fucking understand how yeah. these other people have got so much money. Yeah. And they were prime ministers of the country. Blair fell for this, you know. Blair's now a multi millionaire, fucking many times over. Many more times richer than he was when he was prime minister. Of course. You know, because he was basically a sort of fairly jobbing MP when he got elected. And the same goes for Cameron. I mean, Cameron's got millions, but what he hasn't got is hundreds of millions. And it's a bit like Meghan Markle. They need, they just need more and more money, don't they? Yeah, Cameron uh, was pretty fantastically rich anyway, but he clearly smelt uh, a way of possibly making 60 million quid. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, now you know. I mean, you, you could have sensed it while he was prime minister. The fucking guy's useless. Yeah, couldn't make a fucking penny. No, you know. So this is actually like a comedy of errors. It really story. is, it's and a it's, it's not. Gri- no matter how much uh, the Guardian and Labour MPs think they're on the cusp of a huge national Tory scandal, sleaze. the average person in this country could not give a flying fuck. No, a tuppenny fuck, as we used to say. Yeah. But this is the other thing about the story which actually got me quite pissed off, and it's this: 
What they were trying to do was provide a service to NHS employees so that they could get paid every single time they did a shift instead of having to wait till the end of the week or the end of the month and they're going to give them an app. Well, here's my question. Why the fuck should they have that? You know, I'm sick to death of all this special treatment for people who work in the NHS. You know, I don't have a fucking special app that I can get paid every day when I fucking work. No, I get paid once a month. It's as simple as that. And the fact is that there's this ridiculous culture, clearly, within the civil service where they do stuff like this. They waste our money, and it is our money they're wasting, Mm -hmm. on these ridiculous fucking schemes. Half-assed, useless, fuck-witted idiots (laughs) trying to go, oh, this would be a good idea. Well, Why? What fucking possible a, use would it have been? And it's usually to do, do with the NHS. The NHS is a really good way of conning money out of the authorities. Yeah. Remember, do you remember the uh, £12 billion computer scheme oh, that fucked Which never it, worked. Which didn't work. Right. Uh, the thing about the NHS is, what has been proved about the NHS through the coronavirus crisis, uh, its job is we're supposed to protect the NHS. Well, actually, the NHS, the other is, way around. The NHS is supposed to protect us. Yeah. It's supposed to tend to our health. Uh, the nation's health. What it did throughout the coronavirus crisis is it did not do that. Mm. It did not attend to our health. 350,000 people may have died of cancer yeah. thanks to uh, the NHS's we had a woman on the other day obsession who, with COVID. Who's now stage four cancer yeah. because a doctor would not see her yeah, yeah, yeah. and send her to referral mm. clinics so yeah. that she could get treatment. So what we need now, Mike, is a, a very serious look at the NHS to see how we can start making it work for the better benefit of the people of this country. Will we be able to do that? No, because as soon as you mention the uh, acronym NHS, all British people become fuckwits and start going, oh, it's marvellous, we love it. Oh, it's the best health service in the world. No, it's not. There was a survey uh, three years ago about uh, the health services of every country. Do you know where the NHS came in? I think it was about 20th. 25th. 25th. That was the World Health Organisation organised that. 20 fucking 5th. Our... Health well, nobody else does it the way we do it. Isn't actually very good. No, nobody does it the way we do it. It's yeah. very good for certain things, right? And it's getting better at certain other things, but it's piss poor at an awful lot of stuff that yeah. it doesn't know how to fucking do. Yeah, go over to Europe. Uh, hate to hate to say it. Go to France or Germany. Their health services mm. knock ours into a cocked hat. Yeah. Our deification of the NHS is ludicrous. No politician dares ever say anything critical about no. it. People around the country, no, because they go. Well, you want to sell it off, do yeah. you? You want to sell it off, do you don't you? Yeah, You're they, a Tory. Yeah, yeah, were, yeah that's what you do. Privatise. You want to sell it off. Well, they should privatise half yeah. of it and be better, well, wouldn't look it? Look at the only fucking thing that's worked properly yeah. has been the vaccination programme pri- run by private individuals yeah. and private companies. Yeah, yeah. I say don't privatise the whole thing, but where it makes sense, where it would increase efficiency, by all means privatise. Yeah. But that's what the very efficient French and German health systems revolve around a semi-privatised system yeah. uh, and also means testing the customers, the, the citizens of their country, which we don't uh, I, yeah. we do not do either. Uh, so we cannot, in this country, we've, we've come to a point where we cannot discuss the NHS sensibly. There was a sort of tacit climb down. We can't down. really discuss much sensibly this country. Yeah, no, well, that's true. I mean, you know, there name was me a, one fucking subject you can have a sensible conversation there, there, about. There was a tacit kind of climb down by the people so the first lockdown every thursday hooray oh, on yeah. our doorsteps yeah, not doing me, doing 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 no. yeah no yeah well i told you we, no. we did we did it because the dog liked it because <laughs> we went out the dog oh, oh, oh. they like the good, dog they like a good mass um, gathering don't they? Uh, yeah <laughs> anyway so the second lockdown uh they said oh, thursday uh, th- still all right for thursday night yeah, yeah. nation nah, no not no, really so. no. lost half do you know of, what 
the first one, uh, all the people I used to look out the window, most of the people on the opposite side of my street were out clapping, right? Second one, not one of them was. Yeah, yeah not I know, one. I know. And the nurses, you know, when they're going for their pay rise because they're only getting one percent. Uh, the one of them said, uh, one of the senior nurses or the union people said, you know, you know, it's all very well clapping us, but we need a pay rise. It's like we're not clapping you anymore. No, you know, also, where'd you get that idea also, from? Just Don't a make massive, a fucking TikTok also, video. It turns out they've made they made a massive. They had a massive fucking pay rise about two years ago. <laughs> right now they want another one. That was a funny thing uh, when that during the remember when all the hospitals were empty in the middle of the crisis yes and uh, they spent all their time making tiktok videos well, do you remember when i told you that fucking channel four investigation into the, you know the icus of britain the front line <laughs> and this fucking woman goes in to interview the three people who happen to be in there right? <laughs> not doing all anything of, all, no the three fucking patients all of whom were well enough to talk to them yeah and fucking be interviewed a drink you know <laughs> yeah, all right mate, you know one of them looked like he's about to light up a fag yeah you're going well there's three people in the ICU, which is designed to hold about twenty, right? Yeah. So that's quite well uh, taken taken yeah. care of. Yeah. They then and then she, with this very sullen, solemn voice, looked at the camera and said, "There's three people currently in, and they're not very well." You go, well, that'd be why they're in intensive yeah, care. Yeah, that would be it, wouldn't idiots, it? But they're, they're not as ill as you'd think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the NHS, it sen- it sends us mad. Uh, it's about this nation, uh, Britain, uh, does not. Um, it doesn't like private enterprise uh, very much no. i mean i do you do i love it i'm a free marketeer yeah uh but uh, there is always this instinct on the part of millions of people to always admire public organizations yes. so their favorite organizations are the not very good nhs and the total shit bbc yes exactly right fucking Who, bbc what about that coverage oh <laughs> i mean how to get it wrong in a million fucking ways when we talked quite a lot about this on the yeah. uh, on the show the other day and i no doubt they might appear in the plank of the week but what about their latest fucking ridiculous thing where the bbc's diversity chief a woman called miranda wayland yeah um has apparently said that luther is not uh, a believable yeah, enough I character. Know she, says. she said she said that, that Luther. You're not black, black enough. Black car- character played by Idris Elba, of course. Rather a good series, I always. Thought. I quite like Luther. Yeah, actually, I liked yeah. it. He's yeah. good in it, isn't he? Uh, and she said, "Well, you know, great. He's black, but it, it, he doesn't seem to be black enough because he's got no black friends and he doesn't eat Caribbean food." Well, uh, two things. I've got quite a few black friends and none of them eat Caribbean food and by the way to be black you don't have to come from the Caribbean no you can come from Uh, Africa yeah there's all sorts of places you can come from if you're black I don't know if she's aware of that Uh, Britain's one of them actually the other thing is is that Luther is that classic he's a loner he doesn't have any fucking friends well do you know I was asking somebody today I don't know who wrote the Luther character, whether it's a book or so whether it's it was, a white guy. Is he written as a white no, guy? No, yeah, yeah. No, a white guy wrote the book. Uh, sorry, yeah, but what wrote, I'm saying is... He wrote the series. Yeah, yes, but yeah. is he a, did he write the character as a black man or as yes, a white man? Yes, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. And I mean, the thing and is, he for said, me... he said... Sorry, he was right. He said, um, uh, it would have been... Uh, he said... It would have been uh, the ultimate patronising mistake for me to try and create a black guy who eats Caribbean food yeah. and hangs out with other black guys. He said I wanted him to be black, but I wanted his colour right. to be utterly irrelevant. Exactly, as irrelevant. it should be. Irrelevant. But the yeah. more that people try and make these definitions of of what a black man should be, I mean, I find and it that's quite, fucking racist. It's, it's racist, and to it's say also, that all black people really hang around with con- each other and it's eat all fucking Caribbean food. Very condescending. But here's what uh, you won't be surprised. To 
to know yeah. uh, is my take on it. Miranda Wayland was appointed as the BBC's head of creative diversity, uh, which the corporation said was a key move in its commitment to increasing on-air diversity, right? So the first thing she does is slag off a guy who's playing a black character in a TV show. So yeah. maybe she doesn't want him to reappear. But how on? Hang on. Is she really the head of creative diversity? No, uh, because apparently she reports to June Sarpong, who's the director of creative diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So the head of creative diversity um, actually reports to the director of creative diversity. Yeah, and in that, uh, I mean, talk about an industry or fucking what? And that she reveals uh, in that story that uh, the first that it is non-negotiable that the first conversation about every BBC production is what is the diversity element. Uh, that's non-negotiable. Everything has to be diversity. Shane Allen, head of comedy, said yeah. that Charlotte Moore, who's in charge of BBC One and BBC Two, very big job, uh, he's in charge of BBC comedy. <laughs> he does a, <laughs> does a great job. Doing a great job, Shane. Top man. Very well, funny you know program. what? I didn't get my hit, but we talked about Line of Duty. You know, I didn't get my hit this Sunday because I, I, I realised I had my son with me, so we were watching a film, actually. Uh, Legend. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, the one yeah. with um, uh, Tom Hardy playing the two Cray brothers. Oh, right. Yeah, really yeah no, I have film. seen that. I have really it. Good. Yes, I have. Really good. Anyway, um, so we missed it. So I went to watch it sort of on iPlayer at 10 o'clock uh, on Sunday night, and it first. wasn't there. Um, and I'm told it may not have actually gone out at all on Sunday night. Is that right? Uh, do you know what? My, I don't know. I've just sort of basically given up. I don't give a fuck about Line of Duty. I know. It's well, I'm shit, only watching it because I can series. talk to you about it. It's a shit So series. maybe I'll just give up. Um, well, I do try and keep up because mm. it's a good talking point. But I didn't even try this weekend. No. Uh, but I suppose I might give it a go fairly soon yes. to keep up to speed on it. Absolutely right. Well, now that all of this kind of um, business of pub gardens being booked right you know there are some people who don't get why people want to go out drinking they don't understand british culture because they're based in london they have again very nice cozy lives uh I actually and they're heard, wankers uh, well yeah i actually heard people having a conversation going why are people booking um 14 million bookings have been made by I the know, way right 14 amazing. fucking million yeah, yeah, yeah. which is quite a lot people are booking stuff in july the reason they're doing it is because if you don't book, you don't fucking get in. Yeah. But I'm also seeing a pretty good, um, I would say, representation of, of bars and restaurants who are not bothering with the test and trace business because people are sick to fucking death of that as well. And in fact, not only is there uh, the ability to get around it, people, somebody's invented a fake app um, so that you can basically show that you're on the app, but you're not really on the app. But at the moment, do you have to show any Well, supposedly, according to the government... The venues are supposed to not only have test and trace for one party of four. Say, for example, I mean, in the old days, right, back in whenever it was, December, yeah. if you went into a restaurant and they asked for somebody's uh, you know, phone number and, and, and track and trace, they, if there was four of you, they would ask one of you. They didn't really care about the other three. Yeah. They're supposed to now ask everyone. But, of course, they're all saying, well, we're too fucking busy. We can't, we can't insist on it. We've got the QR code. If you want to log in, that's fine. But I was told by somebody the other day, they tried to go into a bar somewhere in London. Mm. And they said, if you haven't got the app, you can't come in. Yeah, well... I think that's all going to stop. Yeah, because uh, technically, as far as I understand, according to the government, but pubs don't have to do any of this. Well, uh, they can't enforce it's, it. It's their decision, yeah. isn't it? Well... Is it the pub's decision? Well, right? it's, it's anyway, not. No, any it's, the pub, like... no, it's the pub's responsibility, supposedly. That's the point. Okay. So if the COVID marshals turn up and say, who are all those people over there? 
they need to have their records. Well, any pub tries to do that to me, I'm just going to the next pub. Fuck I that. think that's what fuck, a lot of people are going to do. Fuck and that's that. Any, any landlord go. who wants to behave like that will find that opening his pub, his or her pub garden, uh, will be a massive failure. That you know, it's not the prevailing mood of the public, which is why no. I'm furious about the mayor of Windsor. I'm furious about these. Uh, continuing instructions to the nation, these stupid cues across Clapham Common, and these fucking signs everywhere. Fucking illness you haven't got. Please wear a face covering. Yeah, Why don't you fuck off? Yeah, but you you don't realise that the person next to you may have COVID, but doesn't realise it. Yeah, I can live with it. I can live with it. You fucking yeah. tossers. Yeah, the person next the way, to me might be a total cunt. By the what way, do you want me to do about that? Okay, uh, hey? Let's talk about swearing. Now, there was a tweet on Twitter yesterday, I think it was, uh, accusing... Oh, yeah, some guy was complaining you, you about you me using the C-bomb, C-bomb twice. Well, how appropriate. I've just done it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he said, uh, there's still a lot of resistance to the C word. Uh, I said to him, I replied to him, I swear, and I said, no, there isn't. No, oh, there isn't. People use it all the time. It's also, the everybody else, apart from him, who answered yeah. the tweet that he put yeah. out, was in favour. Anyway, I've got a message for him. Fuck off, you cunt. <laughs> We are the Thought Police. Don't forget to keep listening. Even if we are offensive, we're funny. (laughs) See you later. What we saw was a real poll of the British people, what they really feel. They are fucking sick of this Of course they are. And also, I've never seen so many happy people of you. The people that were in the horseshoe with us, uh, some of whom had come to see us, some of whom were just there because they wanted to have a lunch and a a bit of a drink and have a good time. They were so happy. And the people working there were so happy. And the same in the evening we went to dinner. Um, You know, everyone who was there was there for a reason. They wanted to spend money. They wanted to get the businesses back on their feet. I mean, I still haven't seen a figure... Because you'd think if this government wanted to fucking raise people's spirits up, they would release the figure yeah. and say, do you know how much money was spent yeah, on yeah. Monday? Because it's probably like tens of millions of pounds, right? Absolutely. But here's what's happened. The wankers at Sage, you know, witty and crowd, <laughs> have had a look at that picture in Soho and gone, oh my God, look what they're doing. They're sitting at tables. They're too close to each other. They're not wearing masks. Yeah. Oh my God. So they've now started this fucking narrative that it's going to be all our fault because we've all given each other COVID. Well, bollocks to that. Absolute and utter fucking bollocks. I'm going to nominate the mayor of Windsor who's issued one of these fucking infuriating warnings. Don't come to the funeral. Don't line the streets. You will be arrested. I am so fucking sick of those warnings. Shut up. Yeah, or be arrested. You know, I am sick of it. I'm sick of it. And we fucking know what we're supposed to do anyway. Right. You don't need these two-bit twats telling us what we what we have to wear on our face and how far away from each other Move along, whether please. or not you can see your mum six people in the garden shove it up your ass. I know So my message to everyone standing in this queue is you're fucking mad. Yeah. You're fucking mad. Why Stop you listening tested? to this yeah. shit. 